Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name's Devin. Hope y'all had a good couple weeks. Uh, sorry about last. We are just trying to get everything back on schedule here. Uh, and talk uh, basketball and football and volleyball and lady tops. Hey, Matt, how's it going, bud? What's up, brother? And here we go. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. Uh, so how's it going, bud? Oh, good, man. I've been I've been grinding this week, man. You was grinding last week. Yeah. Dude, I've had, let's see. I think I've had 12 appointments so far, and it's like Wednesday. Good Lord. Since, since um, Monday, yeah. If I had a week like that, it'd be killer. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so... Um, uh no, uh, honestly, I um I had a horrible weekend. Mm. Um, Sorry, Friday afternoon, I ended up going home from work uh, right after lunch, and I had this pain right in my cheekbone. And I'm like, I know it's my sinuses; it's killing me. I'm gonna go home and take something. And I had already taken Sudafed, which I thought, well, it'll dry me up and I'll be okay. And um, went home and, you know, ended up like Googling all these things. Like, can I take this with Sudafed? No. Can I take this with Sudafed? No. So I'm like, okay, so I guess I get to sit here and suffer all night because I took Sudafed. Great. Good job, Devin. Um, genius. So, yeah. So then of course I didn't sleep at all that night, four o'clock in the morning. I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to go to an urgent care because my primary doctor's closed now. So... I looked up like what time the, you know, what time they opened and I ended up going at like eight thirty. you know, got up at seven, got dressed, you know, and I'm starting to head out the door and my wife and little one are like, where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to urgent care. Get something <laughs> for this. Oh, well, we'll come with you. Damn it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, it's okay for them to come, but it's just one of those things. It's like one, I'm sick. And two, I know how this is going to go. My daughter is going to get bored within the first seconds of walking in the place. There's about 50 other kids going to be coughing. My daughter's going to lick everything in that office (laughs) because she's three. So I know she's going to lick everything. Um, So your daughter does that. My three-year-old like licks stuff too. And I'm like, what are you doing? You weirdo. Quit freaking licking everything. Walmart went to Walmart last night. She was licking the shopping cart. Oh, I'm pretty sure that has COVID all over it. So there's that. 
but she's good. She has no COVID right now. Um, but she's got that three-year-old coffee snottiness that they all have. And you just go, right. you're just a Petri kid. dish right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, is she in daycare or you... she is, she is. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah hundred percent a Petri dish. Oh yeah. And been there. Um, yeah. So I basically get everything she brings home. I've had strep more in, in the past couple years than I have had in my <laughs> entire adult life. Oh yeah. My kids will not be sick after, after they get out of daycare. I mean, they it's gotta had... be something bad if they do, dude. Yeah. For real. Cause mine's the same way. Well, she she will bring, she will bring everything home. Um, I'm pretty sure her and I both had strep at the same time. That was fun. Um, I've been tested for COVID like four or five times in the past couple of years. Negative every time, by the way. Yeah. Knock on wood. I'll probably get COVID tomorrow, but I don't have COVID right now. <sighs> the funny thing I'll is, you, man. the ahead. funny thing is, is I go into um, into the urgent care, talking to like the nurse, nursing assistant, whatever she was, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm congested. Um, you know, I know it's a sinus infection. Like my head's killing me. Blah 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 blah. And she's like, well, I think you've got a cough, too. And I'm like, I thought, well, I haven't coughed since I've been in here. I'm pretty sure I haven't coughed the entire time. <laughs> she's like, well, I think I heard a cough. So we're going to test you like for it. COVID. We're going to oh, test man. you for COVID. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. I was like, I don't think I've got COVID. Well, just to be sure, you know, it won't hurt nothing. And I thought, okay, that's fine. Whatever. It was negative. Rapid in the other test. So I was like. Really want to be like, no, you don't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's how my weekend went. And, um, mm. you know, I made a quick 20 bucks last night on the Western uh, Murray game. So there's that. Okay. All right. So they can eat it. Um, Freaking I did. I actually, I was, I actually uh, saw the odds and I was like, uh, they gave Western plus 100 straight money line. And I thought, Hey, if I put 10 on it, I get 10. So I thought, you know what? I'll put 20 on it and I'll get 20. So I doubled my money. Yeah, pretty buddy, quick. Man. So uh, that was fun. Um, yeah. And uh, speaking of talking about Western, uh, let's get into volleyball real quick while we're, while I've been killing enough time. Sure. Talking yeah, about hey, me. Um, well, I'm sure that was riveting for our listeners. Uh, you're welcome. Talking about my sinus infection and why I've been gone for weeks. All yeah, right, I wanted. To, can I talk about this sore I got on my upper thigh? <laughs> well, <laughs> or should we off, talk volleyball? <laughs> first off, I was not. I wasn't like vulgar about it, like talking about the oozing or anything nasty like that. Uh, oh, but anyway, volleyball. Okay. Uh, so, Callie, uh, Kaylee Bauer, uh, she got a couple of Conference USA awards for this week. I want to mention those first. She was the setter of the week, so she's a good sitter. Good job. Um, no, seriously, good job. Uh, uh, she's obviously the person who sets up the the uh, kills, the spikes, whatever. And uh, so awesome job to her. And she is also named uh, Conference USA All-Academic all Team. So not only is she great at setting stuff up, she can also uh, – she's pretty smart. So congratulations. It didn't tell like her GPA or anything, but I'm assuming it's like way up there. Got to be what probably yeah. well into the threes. I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> hey, honestly, I had a I had a college professor 
who uh, freshman year who popped my brainiac bubble of mine. And she said like almost verbatim here. She said, you may have gotten A's in high school, but you won't hear. And she was talking to like the whole class. And I was like, okay. So as long as I'm passing, I'm guessing I'm okay with this. So (laughs) we'll take it. And I got a degree, so we're good. Um, Anyway. So like I said, Kaylee Bauer, she's gotten two awards. And uh, of course, the best part of this past week is the Lady Tops thumped MTSU on their senior day. So, and that was the 74th regular season victor- conference victory for WKU. So, Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, – uh, I, I didn't realize, but middle apparently is, is actually pretty good this year. I think they only had six losses heading into, um, you know, these two that we played uh, in Murfreesboro. So actually a pretty solid team and um, only gave up one set. Uh, to them on the road, so nice, amazing. Uh, nice, nice momentum going into conference tournament. Which, uh, by the way, y'all is coming up uh, Friday, November seventeenth. Um, the tops play Jacksonville State, the eight seed Jacksonville State. So uh, they should mow straight through them, hopefully. Um, but it is at Liberty, um, and so the tops will probably have to find a way to get through. Uh, Liberty to get to the championship on the road. They struggled with them. Uh, actually went to five sets one one game um, earlier in the year. So could be interesting, but they're pretty much a lock to be in the NCAA tournament. They have a very outside shot of possibly hosting, but I seriously doubt it. They're, uh, they're ranked number 22 right now. Um, so they have to move up six spots in the eyes of the committee um, by wow. the end of conference tournament. So probably – Pretty much not going to happen. Um, but well, I, was gonna, I was thinking, I mean, like, we don't have the competition in Conference USA to pump them up, you know, and that's what right. sucks. Especially with Rice uh, Rice leaving the conference. That was the one sport that Rice is remotely good at. Yeah. Um, and uh, But, hey, AAC, right? Um, hope you all enjoy that women's volleyball ranking they, they're going to have every few years. Um but anyway, um, yeah, Rice was obviously the the biggest competition. I mean, Conference USA is is decent in volleyball this year, but there's no uh, real standout competition beside. I mean, maybe Middle is really the only one that um, really should give WKU any trouble. So they should mow straight through Conference USA tournament and come out with their seventy fifth straight uh, <laughs> championship. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, it's, I was thinking about this earlier and I mean, it's great for volleyball, so don't get me wrong and don't, don't mistake what I'm saying here, but mm-hmm. like, this is almost like dynasty mode when we were kids and playing NCAA football. Yeah. Like at what point do you stop playing? <laughs> Cause <laughs> like, I mean, like I said, it's the 74th regular season conference victory. Um, you know, they're going to win, you know, hopefully if, as long as something crazy doesn't happen, they'll win the Conference USA tournament. We're going to start the NCAA tournament, and hopefully, you know, everything will line up, and the you know Lady Tops will go pretty far in Conference USA's tournament. So, you know, fingers crossed that everything works out. Um, yeah. So, speaking of going far um, in that bracket, obviously they play Jacksonville State uh, eleven 
let's see, it's actually 10 a.m. Friday on ESPN Plus, 10 a.m. Central um, on ESPN Plus. And then they play the winner of UTEP Liberty. So obviously Liberty is the home team. If you draw Liberty, you've got to play against the crowd as well. Um, but it's a 10 a.m. match uh, on Saturday. And then they would play in the championship against the winners of New Mexico State, La Tech, MTSU, and FIU. Oh, wow. Um, on uh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at uh, 11 o'clock Central on ESPN+. Plus. So that's the so, 19th. That's cool. Yeah, so um, check so it definitely, out. Yeah, support Lady Tops. Um, if you're in that area, go to, the, go to it, support them. Uh, if you're not, watch it on ESPN Plus. Root for them. You know, hey, support the Lady Tops uh, volleyball because they're. I mean, it's this is a Western dynasty that we're watching. I mean, this is historic. Absolutely, and it, and they are positioning for something important. They do have the outside shot of hosting, and certainly the more that they win, the better position they put themselves heading into the tournament. And um, you know, it, it just it continues the the Travis Hudson legacy and and his legendary status at WKU. So how do you get to host the tournament? How did we not get it? Uh oh um for Conference USA? Yes. I mean they just have I mean they just have a rotation of places that they think are competent enough to hold um championships and so um, we, we were ruled did, out well, no, um, we hosted. I forget when we hosted. It's it may have been last year. Um, it may have been. I don't remember. It's it's been a year. So, yeah, um, I believe we hosted last year. But I mean, we've been in the rotation plenty of times. They just they can't always have it at Western, um, you know, or a certain school because that's kind of unfair because it gives you a huge. I mean, I would assume you would want it at the team that had the regular season champion but you know i mean it's sure yeah let them just go to whatever I mean, looks that pretty makes, that okay makes sense. i mean you'd think that they'd have the most interest um we did play last year it was at western so um i mean it's just like a normal um a lot of smaller conferences have the games at random campus sites and they just kind of go through a rotation of centralized places so anyway this year it's at liberty I don't know how Liberty earned immediately to the ability to host. Um, I know, right? I think but, that uh, should be a seniority thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at least do, you know, I don't know, Law Tech or Middle, you know, FIU would be nice and quiet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I would assume that, like, yeah, okay, so Bowling Green was last year. Okay, Western wins the, you know, wins Conference USA tournament in, or the conference regular season. And then it's like, okay, well, who hasn't hosted in several years? Oh, Middle hasn't. Okay. Uh, you know, FIU hasn't. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, like, FIU's in Miami. There's plenty of places for teams to stay in that area. You right. know, Middle is right next to Tennessee, or Nashville, right next to Tennessee, right next to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, so there's plenty of places to stay there. Uh, La Tech is in Ruston, which that's in the middle of a swamp. So you could stay right. at their farm. There, that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no joke. Like 
Uh, I mean, I feel like some of these, I feel like they should have gotten bids before Liberty. And plus I'm biased against Liberty now. So there's that. Freaking Liberty. I can't stand them. Anyway, it's becoming my new rival. Like, who is the Flames? Like, I don't get that. Is that supposed to be like the Holy Spirit here? Come on, people. You know, that that may actually be quite the reference, actually. That may be what it It is. It probably actually is right, and I was just being... Yeah, you just blasphemed the Holy Lord, but I hope you... Well, first off, (laughs) if, if I get to the gates... And they're like reading off my offenses, and they go, "You blasphemed you against made the fun of Ghost by making fun of Liberty." I'm going to be like, "It was Liberty." I mean, you know, I liked Western, and he's going to be like, "Granted, okay, we'll we'll give you a break on that one, but the next time you're in trouble." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, that's going to go down. <laughs> All right. So uh, in the notes, just put the Devin is going to hell. Um, <laughs> Probably. Uh, so, Lady Tops. Yes. Uh, Lady Tops basketball ended up signing two girls on National Signing Day. Uh, we got a high school senior named uh, Tori James. So, welcome aboard, Miss James. She is a six foot senior at Rossview High in Clarksville, Tennessee. She averages 16.8 points per game, 8, 8.1 rebounds, two blocks as a junior. Um, obviously, they haven't played the, a lot of the senior year for them. And we also have a JUCO transfer in Kaylee Rose West. She is a six foot one inch forward, currently playing at Iowa Community College. Uh, she was one of the top quoted one of the top junior uh, JUCO tr- forwards in the nation. So very cool. And she averages six points per game and four rebounds. So let's go. Yeah. Uh, so Devin, have you gotten to see the Lady Tops at all yet? No, I have not. No, <laughs> I knew the answer to that one. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I honestly the other night I was going to try and watch basketball, and uh, we've been pretty slammed at work, and uh, mm-hmm. so it was me and the three year old, and I thought I will lose this argument to watch t- to watch a basketball game right now, so I will not be able to watch this game. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I've seen those like uh, the TikToks or like whatever where the dad is watching his little tablet and he's got like a 70 inch TV. Yeah. Like a 94 like, yeah. inch TV and the kids yeah, watching and the kids watching, you know, Coco Peppa melon or something. Or some yeah. yeah. <laughs> you seem bitter, buddy. Is you yeah. okay? <laughs> Maybe a little bitter, but no, honestly, the funniest thing is, is we'll come home, you know, fixing dinner and we'll get ready to sit down and we're like, okay, you know, what do we want to watch while we're eating dinner? And my daughter will be like, you know, frozen. And I'm like, hell no. Um, <laughs> and she'll be like, well, let's watch Snow White, which is her new favorite now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, let's watch something everybody can watch. And then she'll go, Bob's Burgers. So shout out Bob's Burgers there, <laughs> if you know what Bob's Burgers is. Uh, yeah, so so we've, we've, as a family, we've been watching Bob's Burgers. Um <laughs> Uh, and I'm not even kidding when I tell you this. I used, I really used to watch it a lot. Um, and whenever she was little, I would do her uh, like two, three, four in the morning feedings. I would turn on Bob's Burgers because it's like a 20 minute show. And then by the time the show was over, she was already asleep and I was ready to go back to bed. So it worked out perfect. Um, but yeah, so 
Uh, no, I have not watched any Lady Tops games, but I do know they are three and zero right now. They beat Mercer seventy to sixty four. They beat Southern Utah seventy six sixty two, and they also beat Cornell sixty two to fifty six the other day. That is correct. So, since we last our, had our podcast, uh, they have played three regular season games, and they're all against. Um, well, Cornell is not that great of a team, but. Mercer was in the tournament a couple years ago, quality program. They've had a coach there forever that's taken them to multiple tournaments. They didn't make it last year, but quality win to start the season. Um, and, and, I mean, the Lady Tops look pretty solid, actually. I was, I've been very impressed with them. Um, they've, got, they've got some good chemistry. It seems like they like each other, which is always nice because some of these uh, Lady Topper teams have not – been uh that cohesive um the southern utah win at southern utah southern utah made the tournament last year um they went to on this random trip to utah um and came out with a 14 point victory they basically dominated the whole game i think there was like four minutes that southern utah had a lead in the entire game at home um, as an ncaa tournament team that returned several starters so it was a really really nice win and then cornell um was way um way more of a a blowout than it looks like i mean obviously it was only a six point win they kind of kind of melted down there at end they tried to play some subs and it didn't quite work out that well cornell got hot and anyway made it interesting at the end but it was also a, a wire to wire type of win and um it was really nice to see them um, in these three games. I don't know how long it's been since they went. They started three and zero, but they do play tonight here in about eight minutes. Um, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, I was they just Vanderbilt. So by the time this airs, uh, obviously they will have played Vanderbilt. If they somehow win that one, seriously yeah. watch out. But either way, um, I'm telling y'all, this Lay Topper team has something going on i don't know if they're gonna you know i don't know if they're gonna be better than middle or whatever because middle last year was uh i believe they were ranked by the time we got to postseason play and everything but i mean they're gonna be right there with middle in my opinion um for conference usa and you know if liberty or somebody else is good fine but i'm telling you they seem like a little different than some of the other Greg Collins teams. So I would definitely keep my eye on them. I would go support them because they actually are pretty good. They're interesting to watch. They've got some good players. They can shoot. Um, and they've got a lot of young players that really look like they can play. The other thing that I see with them is finally, I'm, I mean, this is like two decades worth of waiting to have anyone over 6'2 that can actually play and actually do something more than maybe fill in some spot work. I mean, they have two, six, three girls that, excuse me, three actually, that um, that are actually contributing. Um, and Well, Odeth Betancourt's six two, but anyway, she plays bigger and she's actually really looks like a decent player. Last year, she hardly played. We've got uh, a freshman, uh, I had the roster pulled up, uh, Caitlin's, Staley, I believe is her name. Um, yeah, Caitlin Staley. Um, she uh, is a true freshman. She's 6'3". First game against Mercer, she had six blocks. Wow. Um, yeah, 
came out and it was the first time since Ivy Brown that anybody had six blocks, which obviously we know the legendary Ivy Brown, who's now Ivy Woodcock and is an assistant coach. Um, but I mean, I'm really, I'm fired up about the lady tops. There's some nice pieces there. Staley is like a, like, I'm not saying she's crystal Kelly or anything. Um, because crystal Kelly was like once in a lifetime talent, but I mean, she has some of those qualities that she's actually a, a big girl that can actually do something and is not just a, a stiff board out there that can't do anything. Like she, she can function. She's athletic. Um, if she can control her fouls, um, she's going to be a force and she's going to be something right now. So I'm pumped for it. I was going to say that sounds, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since we had some girls over six two. That, I mean, it's been like early two thousands since we've actually had some size. So watch out. I have got to check on some of the broadcasting stuff for the uh, WKU versus KSU game in a next, coming next week on uh, November twenty fourth. Or I'm sorry, uh, Bucknell is what I was looking for, not Kansas State. Sorry. Um, because I don't see it. I don't see it's okay. It is on ESPN Plus. I'm sorry. I clicked on the Kansas State. I was a little ahead of that one. Yeah, I believe now with the new TV deal, anything at home is going to be ESPN Plus with just about any sport. Which, by the way, is awesome because I actually have ESPN Plus. I don't have the other ESPNs, you know, one through twenty-seven, but I do have that one. And you can uh, watch those on ESPN Plus. Yes, or watch ESPN. all of those. Apparently, you can watch all those games with no issues. Yes, sir. So sorry, I'm just adding these notes to. Uh... Yep. Yeah. So the tops play uh, Vanderbilt. Obviously, by the time this airs, that will be over. Um, then they play Miami of Ohio on Saturday, the 18th, and then Tuesday they play Bucknell in Dill Arena. So go check out the Lady Tops in Dill Arena on Tuesday. It is during the day. Um, it's 11 a.m. It's education day. So if you want to hear 5,000 kids screaming, uh, <laughs> go to the game against Bucknell. <laughs> Will they, though? Will they, though? And how old are these kids we're talking about? Uh, they. I mean, it's usually like um, second to second grade to Close to, I mean, I guess they're in high school, some of them. I was going to say, high school ones probably won't say much because they're going to be like looking at their phones. Just saying. Probably, yeah. I mean, that may be some true. Of the girls, some, of, some of the kids may. They may be excited. It's seriously, I mean, it's seriously, especially for a girls game, it gets really loud. Like, if That's the great. game is close, um, they do, you know, they scream during free throws and whatever, and it really is loud. It's hard to hear. <laughs> That's that's great. Not gonna argue that point at all because I mean they're you they're it. furthering the topper tradition, brother. Those are the those are the future toppers. I mean, you want the kids to be excited. I'm not arguing that point at all because you want those kids to be excited and you know to want to go to those events and have some fun because like what is the point otherwise? You dang right, brother. Um, so, uh, men's basketball. Yeah. We are looking at a, we lost to Wichita state, which, you know, that's, 
that's neither here nor there. You know, it, it happens. Um, but it was a lot closer than I think we thought uh, Coach Lutz would have been. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, any time that you go to – like Wichita State is a freaking tough place yes. to play. Like it doesn't matter. Anybody I mean, would struggle to go into Wichita State. Everybody um, remembers that coach's wife from a few years back, so just picture that times a hundred, you know. <laughs> so any any result that you that you hang with Wichita State in Wichita is is solid. And the fact that WKU God unfortunately broke the three point streak that's gone on since before we were born. I was gonna um, say I don't know if it's necessarily broke or just let it fall. Yeah. Cause I mean, it really took it, a ton. Cause I think when I think broke the streak, I'm like, Oh, that's good. But it's more of a, they just let it, it just kind of died. Yeah. However you want to put it, whatever death uh, reference you want to make, it's gone. <laughs> um, but I mean, the fact that we didn't make a single three and uh, hung in there and had a chance at the end um, is amazing given the fact that you were playing a quality program that, I mean, at on the road, um, you know, we've never really done well in Wichita. We've had, I, I think, a few games there, and it's never really been that pretty. And this was, like, if, if WKU, to put it in perspective, they missed over 23s, I think it was 21 or 22, whatever. Um, if they would have made four or five, they would have won the game. You know, if they would have shot 20% from three, they would have – pretty much definitely won the game and they just couldn't buy a three. Some of it was rushed and stuff, but I mean, uh, some of it was just kind of being snake bitten. Honestly, it was just nothing would go. Uh, well, the right I mean, guys were shooting it. It just didn't happen. And that's honestly, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Wichita state was cheating. They had a short, they had different goals for us. I'm just saying that's it. Just saying. Just saying, yeah. that, that they, had, they had a ten foot three rim on our. Yeah, own. they had a they had a they had a smaller rim, so we couldn't hit it. Just saying, mm-hmm. um, but Murray State and their crappy horse mascot, uh, we beat them eighty six eighty one. Mules, yeah. So, and I don't know who's racing out in Murray, right. racing to the Dollar General, maybe. Like I don't know what's out there. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, okay, we had this. Turd burglar. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really going to call him out, but I was just going to Oh, no, no, man. No, he said he's going to be listening. So what's up, KD from Swacky? By the way, his his handle is at ShoesUpBBN. So I'm not really sure how much of a real Murray fan he is. He's a one of those kitty cat hybrid fans. Um, but anyway, uh, but he – Unless he's talking about the big navy blue – <laughs> maybe could be it that that might be what he's referring to um but he's uh he said he's gonna be listening to our him along with our seven podcast listeners uh could come at him um he was talking about jaw jaw moran how great he is and i was like oh <laughs> you know yeah. jaw yeah. insert jaw moran joke uh, but he said he'd be listening. So what's up, KD? Talking that trash. Also, haven't heard from you since you said that uh, Western was going to get slaughtered. Um, and uh, guess what? Tops won, baby. So 
You know, I was Second actually going to, I was actually, you texted, you sent me a screenshot of it. And I was actually going to text you and be like, hey, why don't you tell him we got a horse costume that we can do for Murray and we'll save the ass for him. But, you know. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. Uh, it was so, funny because he was talking so much trash and then not a freaking word <laughs> after Western one. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not a trash talking guy, so I get it. Twitter's out there for the haters. So you do you, but well, you know, and by the way, I I think Vegas kind of did us dirty giving Murray a one and a half points. How's that? They thought that game was going to be that close. I mean, we won by five. Right. But so we were over technically on points, but were we favored or no? No, Murray was. Favored. Yeah, Murray was. I thought there. I thought Murray was favored. Yeah, yeah, and of course so. the over under was one fifty one. So we would have we we would have gone out. We would have been over, and we would have been over points, um, because we beat Murray by five. But yeah, so well, I mean, um, to to put this win in perspective, like this really is a big deal because Western has struggled at, especially at Murray. Um, it's a really difficult place to play. Um, Western has a losing record at Murray all time, um, but the overall record is way above 500. Western's like 20 games above 500 or so. I forget. I didn't look at it in the last few minutes, but um, you know, I think it was the 89th game, and WKU has won um, 20 more than they've lost. So, I wow. mean, so uh, historically, pretty dominant over Murray, but lately. Um, I mean, obviously there was a hiatus for the last nine years because they were afraid to play us. Um, but I mean, obviously, right? Scared, just like the, just like the Kates, they ain't gonna play us. Yeah, for charity. Meow. Um, right, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, but a huge win because we actually I saw this from um, somebody on Twitter, and they said that uh, I think it was James Brandenburg, former. Uh, media member, I think it's with WBKO. He said that um, that Western had not beaten Murray at Murray in 40 years. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So historically significant. And Murray had not lost a non-conference home game in six years. So wow. the fact that, that Lutz comes in and he – I mean, basically Western controlled this game. They didn't dominate it, but Western was basically in control for most of the game except a little, you know, kind of in the second half, Murray took over for a little bit. And then the Tops came back and turned it on and easily won uh, after taking back control. I mean, for them to come in and beat Murray at all um, was impressive, but the way that they did it where they basically controlled it didn't yeah. play great defense this time. I mean, Murray definitely exposed WKU on some defensive issues. Um, Tops gave up 81 points. Um, you know, Murray shot well and everything, but Western's offense was able to overcome it. I mean, it was, it's an impressive victory. Um, obviously it's a, it's a big rival, uh, that they finally were willing to renew and guess what you go in and you beat them at their place when you haven't in forever. Um, but also just the, the fact that over, overcoming that much recent history, um, in your third game and, you know, looking good doing it. I mean, Lutz is doing some things, man. It's really. I'm, I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting. It really is. I'm, 
Uh, wow. I mean, they're they're playing their their they're playing their balls off, man. I mean, they're really they're out there. They're getting after it. I mean, this is. Um, I saw something. Actually, the guys in the the broadcast said that uh, they talked to Jim Richards, Coach Jim Richards, former Western coach, um, really nice man um, from the seven. He he coached in the seventies, and he basically said, "I haven't seen defense coached like this on the hill since I did it." <laughs> um, so that includes all of the all the Sweet Sixteens post. Uh, 1971. Basically, he said that he felt like this was the best defensive potential of any of, of anybody. Um, wow. since the 70s. So that's that that smoke volumes, and whether that he really means that or whether it's kind of a hyperbole or whatever, it doesn't matter. The fact that he's saying like this this brand of defense is something that we haven't seen in decades is a huge statement because um, like you think of Dennis Felton, I mean, he had some really uh, fun, good fundamental teams that played hard and everything. Um, you know, Ralph Willard had some teams that played defense and some of the others. Um, but a lot of times Western's been an offensive juggernaut and they just kind of survive on defense. Well, Lutz is going to play defense and the tops are going to run. And so I'm, I can't wait to see where it goes. But there's going to be some teams that are just about ready to vomit this year because the because of the pace and the intensity, they're not going to be able to handle it. And so I can't wait to see where this goes. I mean, honestly, like it makes sense by like what we were hearing right after Coach Lutz took over in the spring. Yeah. He was he was running dudes, and you know, the you know, word was they're puking, they're not doing real well in practice, and he's basically just doing sprints for an hour, and it's like. You know, honestly, like at the time I thought, well, he's just trying to run dudes off, mm-hmm. but it apparently I'm guessing he was trying to get dudes in shape to do the system he's wanting to do, which yeah. is we're going to run you in the ground basically. And y'all going to be tired by the time the third and fourth, you know, I mean, I love it, man. Like it's so quick fire, like even the substitutions Yeah, within, within a minute or two, he's got two or three subs coming in. Like they are not, I mean, they're basically like his, like his uh his workouts they're just sprinting and then they they go all out and then they get a a, a break very, fairly quickly i mean it's fun to watch it's it's almost like a hockey kind of <laughs> thing where he's just switching them in and out and you just keep going and it's excuse me it's been amazing to watch excuse me um, so yes hello abby hello can you say hi to Matt and everybody? Hi. Hey, Abby. How you been, girlfriend? Good. Yeah. Oh, you're getting big. I can tell. You hi. can answer questions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's she's able to talk now. We're having oh, able yeah. to have a conversation. Yeah, we can have a conversation. Who do you yeah. like to cheer for? You like to cheer for Western? Yeah. You say go tops. Go tops. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> Okay, where's mom? It's bath time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's bath time. We gotta get our bath. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Go, 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 you mama. Need, you need a bath. You I need a bath. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you. So, daddy, you stink. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So, <laughs> my kids tell me, like, daddy, oh, 
You need a you stink. Well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> was it um, yesterday? She said something to me, and I said, "Well, I never tell you you stunk. I call you Stinky Abby." <laughs> Just like in her grief, and she's like, "Mom." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So I was gonna give you the odds. We're gonna do my phone. Stinking kid, did she knock my phone off? Anyway, um, Dad kid, daggum kids. There's my phone. Sorry, I was gonna give the odds real quick on the um, uh, Western and Kentucky State. I don't even know if they've got it posted. Oh lord! Because, well, I mean, of course, ESPN Plus has us at 99, percent which is fine. But I'm gonna say that it's like not even worth betting. Yeah, they don't have. Um, yeah, they don't have us up. They've got us and Sam Houston. Uh, they're giving Western twelve and a half against Sam Houston. So yeah, it's interesting. I I would steer clear of that. I was gonna say I'm not willing to do no, money line. Of course, money line's not me. Um, let's talk football real quick. Let's go ahead yeah. and slide into it since yeah, we're sure. on the topic. Um, All right. It's pretty depressing. Um, <laughs> like even like last week we were talking about it. Um, and of course our schedules couldn't work out. So it was, you know, not going to get somebody hurt to just, you know, do a podcast. So, um, so Western played uh, UTEP the week before and it just really was not a pretty game for the, for winning. You know, we should have, I feel like we should have thumped them completely. And basically we had a team who won in the third quarter. I feel mm-hmm. like the offense showed up at the end of halftime and they left right at the midway in the fourth. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I was the, the end result was 21, 13 and you get a win. And it's a road win and all that, but it's just the way that it happened. It was just like, God, if we play like that against New Mexico State, we're going to get stomped. And guess oh, what? And then what happened? Yeah, well, they they played. Honestly, we played better, and we still got stomped because that yeah. was how bad we were the week before. I mean, it's just, I honestly, the New Mexico's, yeah, the New Mexico State game. Honestly, I think we played one of our better, more consistent games, and they yeah. were just better. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just wanted it more, you know, there's, there's, it's, I've been saying it all year. They're just going through the motions. They're, they're clocking in to a, a to a commission job, you know, like, yeah, that's how it feels to me. Like, you know, I, I work for, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's like, it doesn't matter what my effort is. I'm just clocking in and, you know, hope it works out if it doesn't. Oh, well, and I know yeah. they don't feel that way, but like, that's what the, I mean, that's what that's we're seeing. Energy. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. Yeah. And yeah. it's very frustrating to watch. It is very frustrating to, you know, and like, I hate it. I love football. I love Western football. Um, you cut me, I bleed red. I can prove it. But, um, you know, it's just very hard to can watch. Can we do that sometime? We'll put it on you YouTube. You want to cut me to see if I actually bleed red? Um, yeah. That's what we'll I always love. Like, that's what I always liked with uh, – <laughs> That's what I always liked with uh, UK fans. I bleed blue, and I'd be like, "Okay, prove it." Yes, I'd love to know, sacrifice you on blood an altar. red. So anyway, um, but anyway, no, like it's so frustrating to watch that game. Uh, you know, with UTEP and New Mexico State, because even 
yeah, a four and outs bruff and, you know, scores are cool and everybody's, you know, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. But like you look at the sideline and and like nobody's excited. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying you should jump up and down like you won the Super Bowl, but I feel like you should, you know, whoop, whoop, you know, wow. Yeah. Woo-woo, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's just nothing there. Mm-hmm. And it's I, like, I, I think that, I mean, like I think about our time there, whatever. And there were times that there wasn't that much chemistry on the team and it was just kind of going through the motions and stuff. But it's just the Tyson Helton sidelines have always been just kind of there. And this year, I think it really made a difference in the outcomes in games because they did have some injuries and they had some things not going their way. And it doesn't matter how much talent you have if you don't have the – the motivation to get out there. Like football is a tough sport. You can't just go out there and go through the motions no. and expect to expect to win when someone's just as good as you and they're, they're going all in every play. I mean, it's just, it's not how it works. And so they've just constantly, I'd say slightly underachieved in every game. I mean, it's not like been the, like they've been God awful all year that they're Owen 12 and stuff like that. But, like, they just haven't performed up to expectation. There's always been a little something missing. And it's now come to fruition where you've got this team that was supposed to be, like, basically a team of destiny. And, yeah, yeah. there were tons of injuries and stuff like that. But now you're 5-5 five and five and you're fighting to, get to, a bowl to game. even get a bowl game. You may not even get it if you only get six wins. I think you probably will. But, I mean, it's – incredibly possible in my opinion that we go to FIU hoping that we can that we can squeeze one out against FIU because Sam Houston is dangerous um yeah i they are they're 2 and uh 8 i think but they have a very good defense that um you know may have gone under the radar for a lot of people but I mean, they played BYU and they lost fourteen to nothing. If they had any kind of offense, they could have beaten BYU. Um, they beat La Tech. They beat La Tech. I mean, they've got momentum. I think they've won two games in a row, haven't they? Oh um, uh, yeah, after, they beat after starting zero eight. Yeah, they beat uh, La Tech and they beat uh, Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I was comeback. Yeah. So their offense has been getting better all year. Their defense. Um, may have regressed a little bit from the beginning of the year, but they are a, a very good defense, and it is not a good matchup in my opinion. I haven't studied the stats and looked at all their personnel and all that stuff yet, but just kind of observing what they've been doing, they play some defense, and WKU sometimes goes to sleep and doesn't produce on offense. That is not a good combination yeah. when you could you could have this sludge fest on senior night and yep. Sam Houston could eke out a some kind of freak win, even though they have no business being even close to WKU, but here we are. So well, I sincerely hope that's not what happens. I can say um, with certainty that their quarterback, his name is Keegan Shoemaker has the ugliest mustache I've ever seen. You got to pull it up. <laughs> He is, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just saw it and, um, 
it's it's not good. It's just not that great. Um, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> it's it's not horrible. It's but it's a, it's a Ron Jeremy style. Just so our listeners oh. have a visual. It's not thick, but what's, it's what's uh, Ron Jeremy famous for, Devin? <laughs> <laughs> you know what Ron Jeremy's famous for. All right, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Keegan Shoemaker. I just clicked on his ESPN picture because they got him. Uh, oh. Stat wise, he's done pretty well this year. Um, he's got sixteen hundred and five passing yards, eleven touchdowns, sixty three percent completion percentage. Uh, so he's done really well. Like you said, they're two and eight. So these this team is not a team that has quit. Mm-hmm. You know, any other team, you know, you'd be like, "This is crap. Let's go home." You know. Mm-hmm. We're getting a scholarship. We'll go to class and do our stuff and be all right. But this guy's, I mean, this team seems like they're in it to fight. And like you said, if you don't take it seriously and you think you can coast and you're entitled, um, you know, kind of like this team has kind of given off that vibe, then you're going to get thumped and you're going to come home begging, you know, hope, you know, praying to the football gods that FIU can fail to beat us which in all aspects we should beat FIU as well but it's not a guarantee either yeah I mean looking at his stats alone is interesting because first two games at BYU against Air Force obviously Air Force has been really good this year he had 147 yards and 44 yards um, passing respectively in each of those games Rushing, he had 13 yards and negative 10. Wow. From that point forward, he had at least 200 yards passing in every game. He had at least one touchdown. He had no touchdowns in the first two games. Um, he had positive rushing yards in every game except the game against Kennesaw State. And he had double-digit rushing yards uh, five of the last six games. So he absolutely turned his season around, and now he's a competent quarterback that could possibly lead his team to victory if he's given the chance. Yeah. It just kind of – I feel funny about it, and I feel like a lot of people do just because of how this team has played. But I'm kind of feeling squirrely about – I don't know, man. Like, uh, this could easily be an upset um, on senior night and be – like you talk about, like I've been thinking about, okay, if WKU can win the last two games and we can go to a bowl game and win it, then you get eight and five and it's like you salvage somewhat of the season. Like it's it's okay. But, man, if you lose to Sam Houston or FIU or you lose the bowl game, oh, my gosh, it's going to be Armageddon in the yeah. eyes of, of WKU fans, especially if you – end up not making a bowl game or you go like six and seven or something. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to well, be bad. I mean, this was the dream season and it's, it's well, already is it, crap. Is it going to be Armageddon or is it going to be a ghost town? Because that's my bet. I feel well, like true. everybody's going to get pack up and they're going to just walk over to diddle and be like that crap over there ain't worth going to pay for well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> there's going to be some apathy going on, but the those that choose to have their eyeballs melt, um, 
It's Indiana Jones be, style, just yeah. for y'all wondering. Right. Um, yeah, pick your pick your <laughs> visual that you want to you want to do. But I mean, man, uh, it just feels like it's uh, it's they they need to win these three so that they don't have a freaking uh, disaster on their hands. And that's a tough ask because Sam Houston's tough. FIU, um, you know, you go on the road and like. If you've already got bowl eligibility and you know you're probably in a bowl game, are you that motivated? You're not playing for conference pride or anything. It's just kind of like, what's your reason to be there? It's their senior night. Um, you know, you've had a season that you thought you were going to win a championship and you're not. Like, are you that motivated? And then the bowl game, same thing. Like, I, I think you can get get up for a bowl game, but do they have the mental, um, you know, intensity? And focus to be able to go up and, and prepare for a bowl game and after some disappointment. I mean, are we expecting another Georgia Southern Georgia State? What was it? Georgia State. Yeah, that was that was brutal. I hope yeah. not. I mean, but this this year has gone in some ways, and I I do not think that Tyson Helton is Mike Sanford as not. No, I don't either. I'm not, not saying that, that, not to but... that level, but like it's gone that direction as far as like the the clear discombobulation of this team like there's something that's not quite right and there's some dissension you know you see Austin Reed kind of fighting it out with Hollingshead and he's kind of barking at his receivers and you know all that it's been like that all year um and you know he's throwing ducks and I mean there's just a lot of like what what exactly is going on here um like it's not it's definitely not a team that you know has just had some some bad luck and they're but they're still together and they're fighting i mean there's some there's some lack of uh lack of chemistry for sure well and another thing uh that we're kind of letting off of the hook on against utep was i don't know if you heard this or not but the quarterback for utep is the fourth string quarterback Oh, or also known as the long snapper. Yeah, Yeah. that's what they told that he was the that he was like the long snapper. They had moved him to long snapper, and then like the three quarterbacks in front got hurt, so they were like, "Hey, come back over here and play quarterback for a little bit." So, so it'd be the equivalent of having like Willie Taggart Jr. come back as from receiver to quarterback. No, it would be like not even. It would be like uh, like when we were Rod there. Johnson. <laughs> Rod Johnson. I was going to say Ross Cassidy because he was actually the long snapper. Okay. Uh, when I was there, I don't know if you remember Ross, great guy. Yeah, I uh, think I, story, I knew who he was, but I never. I don't think I met him. Fun story. Uh, we had a Halloween practice, and he was one of the guys that had a class during practice. Uh-huh. So he comes back just in time for the field goal to win with Coach Elson. Uh, that was the way we ended every practice, and uh, he comes back for the field goal to win, dressed as Mister Incredible from the Incredibles Disney movie. <laughs> Greatest thing ever! <laughs> it was great, uh, hilarious. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, of course, Western, uh, you know, facing that kid, and then going against New Mexico State, who are eight and three right now. So I can't knock them; they're doing really well. Oh yeah, uh, basically they knock. They look like crap. Conference uh, championship contention, basically. So, yeah. 
they looked like crap earlier in the year. Like they looked like what our season has become the first few games of their year, but they, they turned it around and that quarterback, um, he's not the greatest passer and he didn't even have a great passing game against Western, but he, he's so versatile and especially in person, I don't know if it came across when you're watching it on TV, but he has the build of a running back. I mean, he's like shorter than his running back and, uh, he, he, he's a tough guy, and it was just tough for – I mean, Western always struggles with mobile quarterbacks for whatever reason. Um, but he, you know, he leads the team in rushing, and he's just a tough guy that, that gets stuff done. And, um, I mean, I was impressed he, with him. He's billed uh, on ESPN at six foot 200 pounds. That's horse maneuver. That is absolute <laughs> garbage. He can't be. I mean, he might might have been wearing three inch heels at the time, but I mean, he, he might be five ten. I mean, so he's not tall. So the the running back uh, Star Thomas is listed at six foot two twenty five. So this says he is absolutely shorter than him, one hundred percent shorter than him. Okay, okay, but I mean, and it's the same story every time. Western's offense showed up for like half a game, and we had a couple scores later on. That's it. We had we had we had fourteen points in the first, uh, basically twenty one to end of the first half, and then we scored seven points, and they had basically twenty eight unanswered points. I mean, we had two scores there, but we had twenty eight altogether. Other than yeah. that, I think uh, I view it a little differently. Um, I think that this was one of the game. This was the one game this year that I do feel like we showed some fight back, I guess. I mean, like they scored 17 in a row, right? And then we come back and score before halftime. You know, we moved the ball in the second half and we had some production. You know, some of it was you miss a field goal um, that that is, you know, creating momentum. You miss a guy wide open in the end zone. Like we had opportunities to actually do something. Um, unlike the, some of the games where you literally did nothing in the second half and either held on to win or found a way to melt down the lead or whatever. And in this one, I felt like it was, it was actually the most consistent effort um, offensively of the entire season. I think the defense was the issue this game where they just couldn't stop them. Yeah. Um, So that was my, that was my interpretation, but I I could absolutely be off on that, but that was how I felt about it. I I agree. One of the better, consistent performance they were just better they were just a better team and they wanted it more and when they tasted it they took it and i mean you can't fault them um like what like matt said western had 437 total yards one turnover and 26 first downs where new mexico state had 377 total yards no turnovers and 21 first downs so we literally would walk you know further to get the same you know aspect of stuff and to get the same score and we're not, we're not getting it. Uh, and they, you know, they didn't have to work as hard for their scores. So, you know, it's defensive issues there. Um, I did see a little breaking news late here. Uh, the NCAA has denied waivers to make James Madison and Jacksonville state bowl eligible. Uh, meaning Dukes, uh, meaning Dukes ineligible to play in Sunbelt title game. Uh, sources told action network HQ. Oh. In, its second, 
In its second year transitioning from FCS to FBS, James Madison University is ineligible for the league title, but the Dukes appealed because of their 10-0 start. uh, James Madison and Jacksonville State can still play in a bowl if there are not 82 bowl-eligible teams. At Action Network is projecting there will not be enough bowl-eligible teams allowing JMU and JSU to play in a bowl game, so... And that's fine, but that, that's the rules that they signed up for. That that does, in my opinion, like I know some people said that that's archaic and whatever. And I'm thinking, I don't know if you agree, Devin, but we went through the transition. Yeah, and we did not win, and that's how it normally goes. So it really well, doesn't it hasn't mattered which, until now. Let's clarify which transition we went through before we tell that. So oh well, I used to be a woman. Um, i don't know what transition are you talking about Devin? i I was talking about college football i was not talking about that um no they um, shoot yeah yeah sorry i didn't mean to out on the air um but no they um you yeah they uh, uh but but like no joke like i mean we went through the we went through the college football transition and you had two years so you gotta sit on it that's all you got i mean that's what you agreed to it's, yes, it's part of it. You just they happen to have transitioned quite well. Um, uh, now, I, me, but... I maybe I'm being a little liberal with it, but I almost think that if you are eligible to play in a bowl game and there's not enough, then I don't see why they can't take guys from the peanut gallery, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? If you have, <laughs> let's say, let's say you've got ten teams transitioning. From FCS to FBS, and you've got, you know, you don't have 82, you've got 72. And these teams have won every game they played. You know, throw them in there. Let them play. Yeah, I agree with that. If that, but like they, they just want to bend the rules because they've had a good season. Like, yeah, but I don't think you should be eligible for conference titles by any means. And I also don't believe that if you get in trouble with the NCAA, they take away wins. I don't think that's should be fair. I agree with that too. I mean, that's just punishing the uh, often the the people that didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, so. You know, I don't think you should. I don't think you should punish the teams with lose with losses. If you want to take away championships, go for it. But I don't think you should take away wins. You know, that for team sure. won that game. You know, it's not like they were out there with hockey sticks whacking people in basketball. I mean, it's, you know, right. Oh, well, that player that played. Be. That's not fair. Well, it's, it's kind of fair. So just let it go. Um, <laughs> but Western is going to be playing Sam Houston, uh, 3.30 PM Eastern, 2.30 Central. And that is going to be on ESPN plus for those of you who can't make it. And it's going to be in Bowling Green at the Houch. Yeah. Uh, ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> and Western, it's gonna be senior night. Uh, Western has an eighty-one percent point, eighty-one point six percent chance of victory. So eight out of ten games, Western wins eight. Seems pretty fair to me. Yes, sir. You think it's a little off or no? Um, against Sam Houston. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we should beat them. We should beat them. That's how it should be. I mean, that's that, that sounds like the right percentage. It's at home. You know, um, but you're they're still transitioning in F, into FBS. Like, yes, and you were the conference favorite before. Yeah, well, we should win. Um, I just have a funny feeling. I, I don't. I don't. 
I think I'll end up picking a win, but I do not feel confident about it um, at all. Okay. So do you want to pick a winner or no? Yeah, I'll pick a winner. I mean, I'm going to say out of necessity, I'm going to pick Western. Like I just can't bring myself to barf out that Sam Houston State's going to win. But um, I'll say I think that I think it's I think it might be ugly, um, low scoring, and watch it'll be like fifty-two to forty-nine or something. Yeah. But um, I think it'll be low scoring, um, and I'll say like nineteen to thirteen WKU. Good lord, man, that's boring. Something weird, yeah. Oh, that's a boring game. Paint dry type of football. I will go the opposite route, just so we have our bases covered, and I will say that Western will cover the over, and it will be, um, let's see, what is the over? Fifty-two and a half. Okay. I'm going to say yeah, that it's under. Western. Well, that's why you did that. Uh, Western is going to cover and it's going to be. Um, let's see. I'm going to say. I'll say 32 to 24. Okay. So yeah, it's within eight possible. points. We're not going to get. We're going to get the under, and we're going to go over points. So, so fair enough, man. I mean, you don't know with this team. That's what is so freaking frustrating about it. You have no idea what's yeah. Going I mean, week to week. Historically, like I, I said in our towel rack, uh, what went right and wrong. You could sit down and say, okay, we can depend on this person. You know, back in the day, Ty Story. We could do, you know, Bailey Zappi. We knew this team's going to do this. This team's going to do this. We've got Devin Key on defense, yada, yada, yada. Um, You knew where pieces would fall. You knew who would step up. Um, And this team is just a crapshoot, man. Yeah. Like metaphorical crapshoot. You throw the dice and that's who's coming to, who's going to step up that game. I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, uh, UTEP game, I would not have bet Elijah Young scoring. Yeah, if by I the did way, a what a find bet. on him. I mean, shout out to him. He's been killing it last yeah, couple games. Um, if I did a prop bet on who would score, I would not have said Elijah Young before that game. Yeah. I'm uh, with you know, it's it's uh, it was a it was a wild thing. But um let me uh let me go over real quick. We're gonna talk game day stuff. Uh volleyball 10 a.m. on the 17th, so that'll be Friday on ESPN plus against Jacksonville state. They're going to be playing all weekend in their tournament. And right. Because we will win update, three games, baby. We will update that uh, next week and talk about, uh, hopefully they're going to dance in like Matt says, uh, the lady tops will be playing, uh, lady tops basketball. will be playing uh, 1 PM on Saturday on ESPN plus against Miami, Ohio and yeah. Oxford, Ohio. Just right and now. Then, Currently, as we broadcast, the tops are down they, three against Vanderbilt. I was going to say we'll update the Vandy, Miami, Ohio, Bucknell scores next week. Uh, we play uh, Bucknell on the 21st, 12 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus as well, so you can watch that one. Men's basketball plays 8 p.m. on November 18th at ESPN Plus against Kentucky State. That's at home in Bowling Green. And then football plays Sam Houston, Bearcats. 
and uh, Bowling Green at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2.30 Central on ESPN Plus as well. So all of those are on ESPN Plus, so definitely check those out. If you're in Bowling Green, support the Tops. It's senior day. They will yeah. appreciate it so much. And then doesn't men's basketball play the that night too? Against Kentucky State, that, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know if you mentioned that. Sorry. Yep. But it is a doubleheader on the hill. So when football gets boring, go eat it fresh, get diarrhea, <laughs> and then come over to <laughs> come over to Diddle. <laughs> Which, by the way, what do you call the the building there? It's duck. It's, it's always duck. duck. It's duck. Uh, they changed the name supposedly to the student. Down uh, student in DSU. Yes. Which, by the way, no, it's duck. It will forever be duck. Um, Have you been in there but since yeah. they fixed it? Like, it's I really did. Nice in there. Um, I've went in it. A, I've been in it. Um, I think within the past six months, I'll say that. Okay. I've been in, in and it, it, it's it's super nice. Um, definitely going to have to take my child to Mecca and show her around <laughs> mommy and daddy's old haunts. Maybe when she gets a little older. Right. Um, but yes, it, it is fun watching games with her because she'll be like, where's, where's Western? And I'm like, there's Western kid. There's Austin Reed. You know, there's Elijah Young. There's Malachi Corley. You know, whoever's on screen. I'm like, that kid, that guy plays for Western. No, where's Western? And then Big Red pops up and she goes, there he is. There's Western, like, yeah. <laughs> There's Western. And you go, oh, okay. I got you, kiddo. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, definitely check back next week. We will be updating volleyball, lady tops basketball, men's basketball, football, and more. Uh, so definitely check back with us. Appreciate you, Matt. Um, yeah, man. If anything comes up, we will definitely be updating via Twitter or whatever. So uh, make sure to check back. And as always, guys, go Tops. Go Tops. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Love you. Love you, too. All right. Oh.